found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday, the second day of August. Looks like it's going to warm up today, Matthew. Yes, sir. Pretty warm. But not hot. No. Because uh, 89's not hot. No. It's got to be 90 or better. <laughs> what do they consider blazing? Uh, It'd be like 110. Probably. It's going to be blazing. <laughs> you got to figure at some point they got to put the word very in there, right? Yeah. It's very hot. So what point is that? When they start adding the heat index. Ah. You know, and I think that comes in. Sure. Well, we know of a flight. We've been talking inflation and higher costs for months. It's causing economic hardship for workers across all income levels. As of June, 61% of Americans lived paycheck to paycheck. 61%. Mm. According to a new Lending Club report, that's up from 58% who reported living paycheck to paycheck in May. A year ago, the number of adults who felt stretched too thin was 55%. So, I, I, I mean, really, if you look at it, there's a not that large of a difference. No. Even top earners have been struggling to make ends meet. Of those earning 200000 or more, 36% reported living paycheck to paycheck. But I, I suppose you're, you know, you're, you're spending more for your housing and right. vehicles. Yeah. For Americans, average savings dropped to $10,757 in June. I can't believe that's all they've saved. That's ridiculous, folks. <laughs> we can do better. Come that, on, people. That from $11,274 in May. So, got less money to do stuff with. For sure. And, you know, we could report that every day. Now, I wonder if that's, when they say money saved, is that, you know, what you're, st- like, stashing away for retirement? Is that... Yeah, you know your I mean? emergency savings, I would think. Wouldn't you think? See, I don't know. I'm saying that's that's the way I look at it. That's a lot of money to yeah. have emergency. Well, I mean, average folks are doing it. They're good. They're saving their their money. Are kids even taught that in school now? To save money? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I remember. You know, we did checkbooks. We did. You know, oh yeah, yeah. You had to learn how to do all that. Yeah. Stuff. Now you don't do. I don't think they do any of that. Remember, they had to have adulting classes. Remember, that was a thing. That's why we're such good citizens. <laughs> we, we took adulting class. Yes. You know, in first grade, you brushed your teeth with Crest, took a red pill, and seen how bad you were brushing your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this space you missed. Rescuers <laughs> in Orange County, California, managed to free a teenage girl from an escalator. They were called to a mall in Santa Ana, where they found a girl with her hand lodged firmly in the escalator handrail. Ouch. Ouch. They worked to dismantle the escalator to get her hand free. It took about an hour. <sighs> Once freed, she was taken to the horse pistol. It is expected to make a full recovery. But that would hurt. I would think so. And what do you do once it gets to where it's, you just keep moving your feet with your hand there? You know, I just don't. 
great question, Dale. <laughs> just, did it get stuck and it just drug her? Did it just start dragging her in the right. escalator? You know, so I've got all kinds of questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I need answers, Matt. I'm damn sure you do. <laughs> What's your favorite cookie? Oh, favorite geez. cookie. Favorite cookie. What's your favorite? <laughs> you can't go wrong with just classic chocolate chip. Okay. The survey of 2,000 Americans delivered further or delved further into what makes a cookie perfect. I feel like we're doing the uh, family. What's it called? Family feud. 2000 surveyed. The answer is <laughs> chocolate chips. They're the clear winner, it says. There you go. 62% agree that it's hard to beat the taste of a classic chocolate chip cookie. But again, you've got to use, we'll call it uh, messily, messily chocolate chips because if you don't, they don't taste right to me. Okay. Okay. So the perfect chocolate chip cookie, well, it varies. The poll finds that there's nothing like a fresh-baked, soft, mm. chewy mm. cookie made with brown sugar. Others mention unique flavors, peanut butter or brownie double chocolate. That's some of their favorites. Oatmeal raisin comes in fourth. That's because we still have some... Some old timers out there. I, think. I don't mind an oatmeal raisin. I, I don't I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I don't mind them at all. I had one the other day. It was good. Yeah. That just beats out shortbread. Although respondents know that they like what they like most, are interested in trying more unique cookie flavors. But um, chocolate chip, yeah. I like chocolate chip. Like a Snickerdoodlers. Those are good. Those are good. Yeah. But I don't like a hard cookie. No, I don't. No. And uh, you know, Unless there's an Oreo that you can dip it. <laughs> but there is, you know, but there's some women out there that overbake their cookies. I'm sorry, you know, <laughs> they don't have to be crispy. They don't. Sure. You know, and and God love you. You know, you're you're bringing cookies at the holiday. Okay. <laughs> right. Very generous. Yeah. Someone through the years has told you, oh, we love your cookies. Oh, they're the best. <laughs> and and there they are. There they are. Every year. <laughs> I just, you know, right out of the oven. That's the best time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, my goodness. Just... <laughs> my, my mom would make cookies. Yeah. And she had this technique of, you know, she would pull them out of the oven and let them finish baking out of the oven. So they were, they weren't quite like soft, but they weren't quite crispy. Yeah. They were somewhere in the middle. In between. Yeah. You know, if you have a technique that you can, the outer rim of the cookie make that kind of, you know, but yeah. the inside, mm -hmm. that's a good technique if you can master it. There you go. Here's someone that says oatmeal's great. Just leave out the rat turds. The raisins. Why are there hate? And what's wrong with raisins? Why, why is there hate towards raisins? I used to love eating raisins. I, I still would eat them, I yeah. think. You know, I I don't think about eating them. Macadamia nut. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. You know. Those are good. 
Well, I'm not saying they're not, but they're not on, you know, on too many people's list of favorites. <laughs> Are macadamia nuts expensive now? I don't know. Okay. Because I know pecans, you know. Oh, yeah. I like pecan pie. Well, I can't make that for you. They're expensive. <laughs> okay. Well, I know how much I'm worth. <laughs> so, it's, well, it's 6.30. We'll uh, take a break for news, and we'll be back with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. I like it, and it seems like several times over the last year we've had new months fall on the first day of the month. Sure. Monday. Yeah. You know, this August has been that. Makes it lots easier to stay in track, you know, what uh, what day it is. Well, it's Tuesday. That's the second. <laughs> <laughs> How very convenient for you. Here's a um, terrible TikTok trend. Faking injuries to skip lines at the airport. Everyone's looking for ways to make summer travel easier. Some are taking it too far by requesting wheelchair services they don't need. Actual disabled people aren't happy about the wheelchair travel hack. (laughs) The wheelchair (laughs) travel hack. (laughs) A disabled TikToker in Maine said, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're a fake. You're a fraud. According to groups like the Paralyzed Veterans of America, traveling can be dangerous for folks with disabilities when they don't receive the services they need. You know, I don't know. TikTok just seems like bad news to me. Okay? <laughs> it's not It's not all bad. Like okay. it's, they, they, Our service picks up on all the, the idiotic side of TikTok, for sure. But it's not all bad. Now, what uh, what group is doing the Tide Pod Challenge? The idiot. The idiot side. Okay. The moron side. <laughs> and let's be honest, the the fake an injury to get, that's nothing new, right? That's no, nothing new. It's not. Let me wear this, you know, air cast and, <laughs> oh, I have to have a wheelchair to go around. Push me to my destination. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's the, you know, perfect way for me to travel, I think. Just, uh, Maddie, <laughs> get old Dale there to the gate. Right. <laughs> I don't know, but um, don't do that. I mean, that's just, I mean, for heaven's sakes. Hotels.com. Yes. Well, I was going to say, okay. like, there was there was a time when that was sort of a, a hack, well before TikTok, at Disney World, that you, if you were in a wheelchair, then you got special... You know, you got a special area to watch fireworks. You got a special, you know what I mean, to watch shows. You went, and so you had all these people that were like, yeah, I'm injured. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally, yeah, I got a bum foot. You know, and that was way before TikTok. So this, okay, all right. This stuff's been around forever. So they're just picking on the current TikTok trends. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause I'm not going to lie, whoever writes all this is probably a boomer. You know. You know, we've been liars and cheats for decades, folks. <laughs> probably probably a boomer. Doesn't like all the tic tic tacking going on. 
Hotels.com. <laughs> this would be something we could do. They're looking to hire a retro beach motelier whose idea of a perfect somewhere is a blast from the past, beachside paradise unchanged by the modern world. Wow. The lucky hire will visit retro beach motels from the Pearl Hotel in San Diego to Vagabond Hotel in Miami. The complete itinerary comprises Hotel.com's 10 best retro beach motels across America. A list based on guest ratings, overall design, value, and location. The motelier will be equipped with old-school accessories, <laughs> including SPF zinc, striped umbrellas, vintage sunnies. I think those are sunglasses. Oh, okay. Cooler, and even a solar-powered AM-FM radio to enjoy some tunes. Job will comprise of offline activities like documenting the trip for future generations using a classic Polaroid camera. Shake, shake. <laughs> this thing's not developing. Right. Now listen to this. The professional vacationer will receive a $10,000 stipend to cover travel expenses, plus... A $5,000 salary to splurge on classic beachside snacks. Applications are being accepted online. Deadline's Friday, so if you want that perfect uh, gig there. Uh, I could be wearing the old sunglasses. What do they call them? Cat's eyes? <laughs> yeah, the women. Back in the day, it's like, <laughs> why did we like looking so gaudy? Now, cat's eyes, there's... Those are actually kind of popular now, too. I know, but... It's I mean, not quite as, you know, pronounced as it used to be back in the 50s and 60s, but... It just seemed like we were so gaudy. Right. <laughs> Wearing the headscarves. Uh, the ladies in the headscarves. Mm -hmm. Snickers. The candy bar has been transformed into a seasoning... <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. B&G Foods announced Monday that the Snickers flavor profile of chocolate, caramel, and peanut is available nationwide to consumers in its new Snickers Shakers <laughs> seasoning blend. The condiment can be sprinkled on foods and drinks anytime you feel like eating a Snickers. <laughs> and at just 15 calories per serving, you're really not doing so bad. Ingredients include sugar, brown sugar, cocoa, peanuts, non-fat dry milk, palm oil, paprika, malt syrup, molasses, honey, and corn syrup. Now you know how to make your own Snickers. There you go. The Snickers Shakers Seasoning Blend is being sold for $4.98 for a 6.5-ounce container. In the picture, they have Snickers seasoning next to a plate of pancakes. See, now, wouldn't that be delightful, do you think? I don't know, man. I, I, I hear this, I immediately think it should go on ice cream. That's a good one, yeah. I would think that'd be a good good place to go. Well, it's, you know, I've known people, okay? okay. Hot sauce goes on everything. Oh, sure. Everything. Sure. I mean, everything. <laughs> Why? Why do you do that? I know it's hard to believe some people... <clears throat> actually like flavor yeah well I, you know what's wrong with you people I know that's weird for you to come your diet should be bland and full of fiber uh. 
I put hot sauce on my biscuits and gravy. That's amazing. Well, see, now I can understand that. But I mean, we're talking people on that. Their eggs on their. Yeah, I mean oh, yeah. every every meal they eat. Yeah. And their gut eaten up. Can't the lining of their gut be gone? It just seems like it'd be too hard on your stomach. All right. This uh, coming up has the number zero zero. 10110 appeared to you via social media recently. Seeing that code is said to be a sign that you're ready to exit the simulation, aka the Matrix, along with 7% of the population. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. All this, according to TikTokers, and we know they know their stuff, right. will occur August 27th when those who Invoke the number will develop a special telepathic digital connection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently. What's, what's happening? Zero, zero, one, zero, one, one, ten is the code to exit the matrix. That code comes to you when you're ready through Internet algorithms across social media. You're then asked to type the code into a search engine, and all your crap will be stolen from your computer. <laughs> right. They say that several TikTokers say the real game has started. Oh, oh it started. Oh. For those who haven't seen The Matrix, the concept is that we live in a simulation, while in real life our bodies are being used to fuel the machines, sort of like a battery. And I have watched The Matrix, and I've been very confused by it. <laughs> I really have, because I guess I never knew sure. why they were hooked up like that. Right. And how you have the ability to... So that's later this month. Yeah, August 27th. All right. People who have received that uh, code should look for a man in a red coat. And? A man in a red coat. And? Aliens. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> He'll appear outside your window with a briefcase. He will scream the words of truth to you, which are presumably instructions on how to exit the Matrix or inform you that you are in the Matrix. Why is he shouting at you? <laughs> and what will come next? <laughs> well, I'm getting yelled at. <laughs> is that what he's going to sound like? <laughs> some, some guy in a red coat. Well, <laughs> I got a hole in you. Is that going to be him outside yeah, your window? That's okay. him. All right. You'll know him. Okay. <laughs> They've really made a lot of stuff out of this. I mean, this is a long, long story. <laughs> it's wow. I, you know, I don't know. So <laughs> be careful on August twenty seventh. Seven percent. Seven percent of people. There you go. <laughs> a man in a red coat. <laughs> I'm hollering at you because you probably won't listen. Uh, so we've got that to look forward to, man. All right, sounds good. Go to Bing.com. <laughs> Guess there won't be any normal search engine. <laughs> I hope uh, one of us are in that 7% so we can experience it. 
preferably you. <laughs> okay. I'd rather stay here sure. in the fake world, hooked to my machine. Okay. Same. Because they had these things they plugged in their neck and right. didn't they? I mean, right. it, it was, was something. Been several Matrix movies. Yeah. So there you go, some tidbits. Okay. On this uh, Tuesday. Well. <laughs> yes, man in red coat. <laughs> we'll see you around. <laughs> This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.